Welcome to the Church of the Culturally Correct. We desire not to offend anybody, and we purposely keep our message lukewarm as to keep you comfortable, and uh, we definitely don't want you to be uncomfortable, and just feel free to put your givings of gratitude in the basket in the back, and we hope that you enjoy the show. Are we going to go edgy today? We are definitely going edgy today. Hey, welcome, Sanguine community. Welcome to the Sanguine podcast. You people of the king, you are from the king on his behalf to overrule injustice. I am your host, Tom Baldwin. I love you. Love being with you. Um, Having so enjoyed the Friday night. That's not. Wow, Tom. It is now a Monday night community. We meet on Monday nights, and it has saddened my heart tremendously that there are some of you that weren't able to come or are not able to come. Can I just say I miss you so incredibly much? I understand, okay, but I miss you. The family and the body of Christ needs to be together, and it is part of my prayer that we find a way to be together. So if you're out there and you don't have community, you're welcome to this community. I love having you part of it. Those of you that have community and you've added this to part of your regimen about being part of a community. I so appreciate that too. Thank you for making a difference. I encourage those of you out there that want to build a community, do it. It makes such a difference. It's so worth it. Is it always easy? No, but it is so worth it. Reach out to those people, invite people into your home because it makes such a difference. Yeah, you are. You, I just tell you, you will be blessed beyond belief if you open your home to others. It is one of the best things, okay? Maybe you're a person that likes their privacy. You don't like people in your home. I get it. But you want to receive a blessing beyond measure is begin to open your home. God will pour out on you like ways you've never seen before. It is a blessing that awaits let's say the courageous, because it is a courageous thing to open your home. And in our culture, especially opening it to anyone, you know, other than those few close friends, it's a big deal. And so it's a courageous act. I'm just going to tell you, God is going to reward you tremendously. So welcome. I appreciate you. Just give you my gratitude. I'm so grateful to you. I'm so grateful to those of you that listen, that give up of the time that it takes to listen to this podcast and to write me and give me feedback. I so appreciate it. Yes, you can write me and I'd love to get your prayer requests. I tell you, God has just been honoring me with a lot of answers to prayer. And so I want you to be part of that. And so send me your prayer requests. I would love to pray for him and see God come through for you. Wow. Cause God, remember um, it's he's for life and for life to the full. Okay. Is your life that full? If not, I'll tell you one thing that drives me crazy is that at different gatherings of community and you hear people talk about the stresses and the strains in their life and then it comes to prayer time and it's like, zip, there's silence. And it's like, huh? What? what? I don't get it. God answers prayer. People, God answers prayer. Yeah. Okay. There are some things that we can learn to have God more effectively answer our prayers. Spiritual life And spiritual fitness is no different than any kind of fitness. It takes some work. It takes some strategy. But yes, you can get there. And it takes dealing some bad habits, as I've talked about. Dysfunction. Yes, it does. But back to the point, you can email me at 406bigt at gmail.com. Feedback, prayer requests. I would love to, yeah, I'd love it all. And so those of you that do that, thank you. And and I just want to try to quit saying and uh, a lot. Yep. So I'm still working on this. So the other thing, 
if you believe in this podcast, or maybe if you're just kind of new, but you're like, hey, you know, it's not bad. I appreciate your perspective where you're coming at in this podcast is that you can rate me. And yeah, one star doesn't do me a lot of good, but you can go to my website, sanguinefaith.com, rate it there. You can go to Apple Podcasts, rate it there, and you can go to Pandora and rate it there. Now, I'm on all major platforms, but those platforms have rating systems, and so it's super helpful. It gives my podcast more visibility, and I really appreciate that. And at the website, yes, you can um, donate, and thank you to those of you that do. There is just a strict, like, cash PayPal up to $5 million. You know, we can arrange higher amounts, but if you're a person of means, God has given you means to support righteous work. Okay. What I'm doing here, it is righteous work. It is inspiring, encouraging this wonderful relationship and walk with Jesus. So I appreciate your donations. Those of you that have, thank you. You can do other things like buy me coffees, that kind of thing. So appreciate that. And there's also a store, which I have gear. You know, there are cups and mugs and shirts and that you can bring those into your household as a reminder that you're supporting a great cause. Cause I do make money off of those. You're like, wow, that's too expensive for a mug or a shirt. But what you got to understand is I build some extra in there to help support me. It has a, you know, a dual purpose. And let me just say this, and you're going to like, you're kind of an arrogant as (laughs) I'm not arrogant. And I learned this a long time ago, as I have a lot of friends that are in the ministry, it is a righteous thing to do to support the people that are doing ministry out there, and it is good to give to them. And so when you're buying a t-shirt and mug, yes, you get a t-shirt and mug, but yes, some of that money comes to me to help support the cost of this. And so thank you. And yes, I was a yeah, money grabbing tomball. That is not who I am. I, I've invested a lot in this podcast because I believe in you out there. And yes, someday I would someday soon like to be, have enough supporters or revenues of income to be able to do this full time. And I'm not able to do that now. And I, even though I'm a heavy guy, I haven't worked my butt off, but it sure feels like I've worked my butt off. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we can tell, you know, you're, let's not go there. So what, what are we talking about today? <sighs> Hard subject today. And it is how far and how different the current church looks from the church of the Bible and the stories from the Bible, and what do we do about it? Cultural Christians. What is a cultural Christian? I think a cultural Christian can be pretty much summed up in the book of Revelation when it talks about the Laodicean church. And when we really look at the Laodicean church, we are looking at the modern church because when we look at the church in the New Testament, when we look at the disciples and Jesus, you're like, well, Jesus isn't here anymore. It's true, but we're going to go back to a scripture I always talk about when Jesus says, you will do greater things than me. Well, he was just talking to the disciples. Yeah, the disciples today. And you're just like, Tom, that's you're extrapolating. Well, I say same can be said to you that said it's just for the disciples then. It is for the church now. God does not change like that. We cannot allow our theology and our belief of scriptures to be dependent on what we see now and then making the scriptures fit with that. Because what we see now is not the reality that should be. It is the reality that is, but we don't change the meaning of the scriptures to fit into what's happening now to make us feel better. But that is what has happened. There has been so much theology and analytical 
analyzation of scriptures to explain away why the supernatural shouldn't happen now because it's not happening now. Well, at least not in the, the modern populated areas of the world, but it is happening. The supernatural is happening and the miraculous is happening with the people that live on a daily basis in impossible situations and have no other place to turn other than the good news in the scriptures when it says God heals the sick and he ministers to the brokenhearted and he takes care of the impoverished and he provides for the righteous. We live in a society right now, and this goes back to my podcast, I am from the king. I am here on his behalf to overrule injustice. Today, how we would say something similar is I am a Christian. I go to church on Sunday and I give a tithe and I attend a Bible study during the week. And that is how most of us would define our Christianity. When is the last time you healed somebody? Should be the question. And if you can't think of that, I'm going to say you should be a little embarrassed. Well, Tom, it's not about me. It's not other than you're a son or a daughter of God, and it's part of your inheritance. And I'm going to even take it farther. It's part of your duty as being a son and daughter of God, as part of the kingdom, to minister to them because that's what God calls us to. There are so many scriptures, and we can list scripture after scripture, after story after story, how God, Jesus, set aside even rules and regulations to minister to people. And it is so evident that his heart is for people. It is not about you feeling good about yourself. Although if you are a son or daughter of God and you are overruling injustice, you are seeing people healed. You are seeing the brokenhearted rejoice again, find hope again. You're seeing those impoverished find stability, find increase, and find the ability to give money away themselves as they were once impoverished. And through you as a son and daughter of God enabled that in their life. Wow. And wow. And wow. That is revival. If you want to pray for revival, pray for the sons and daughters of God to wake the beep up, right? Wake the beep up. It is time to wake up and realize who you are. Yeah, I would say stop going to church. Go out and find somebody to pray for. If you have a friend and you know they're sick, say, can I pray for you? Begin to exercise your faith. Begin to build your faith, okay? Don't give up like a wussy does, okay? Chances are, change takes time and that you are going to build your faith over time. And so, and there are forces that are working against you. Now, God's cheering for you like crazy, but he doesn't want a bunch of wussies and he knows you're not a wussy. And so it takes a little grit. You got to have some grit. You can't just give up and you're like, well, I prayed for that one person and they didn't get better. Try 20. Pray for 20. I almost guarantee you that there are going to be five maybe more as your faith grows and you be able to you begin to be able to engage in the supernatural relationship and hear the voice of God and overrule injustice you got to know that God's heart is to overrule injustice and we are his plan there is no backup plan cultural christians have no power they have no effect and i'm going to say it they have no value they are worthless okay if you are going to church and you're satisfied with going to the church, you haven't seen anybody healed, you haven't had a prayer request answered in a long time, and you just feel good about yourself and your level of participation, well, the scripture says you get spit out of the mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's embarrassing and it hurts a little bit, okay? I'm feeling that. 
This is not just somebody sitting out on a soapbox. I am down there with you and I'm feeling it and I'm making the change. And the encouragement of this podcast today, if you've identified yourself and you're like, this is totally me, I'm so busy, I'm so worried about building my own kingdom that I only have time to go to church and church helps me feel good about myself because I'm neglecting all this other stuff, you can change right now, okay? You can change right now. And that's what I want to convey in this episode. Change can happen in an instant. If you've identified yourself as a cultural Christian and you are impotent, you have no potency whatsoever. You're limp. You can't even penetrate society's needs. You're like, Tom, what? Okay. Those acts give life. And it is a good analogy for what I'm talking about. We are bringing life into this world. We are loving this world. We are wooing this world into the kingdom of God. And in a healthy relationship, all those things happen. We are, the imagery is we are the bride of Christ. Okay, you woo. And we need more people to be part of that bridedom. Is that even a word? I don't know. But you know what I mean? More people in. And so how do we get them? We woo them. We love them. We bring them in. Okay, that happens by stopping the rituals of monotony, and they are monotony, how much more freaking education do you need? Let me just, wow, Tom's getting, he's going to should you here. Okay, get ready for the should. You should never need a teaching at church because you are reading your Bible, you are understanding it, and you're discussing it within your small group. And then in your free time, okay, you're not going to those places to be felt good, but you're making a difference. You're using that knowledge you've got on your own. Can I just, you are freaking smart enough to read the scriptures on your own and learn that you don't need to sit down and be spoon fed some scripture and then have discussion points. It's putrid. And gosh, I've been to some churches with really good hearts, but it still just, just frustrates me to no end. Gosh, my heart is for the kingdom. And it is is for the self-reliance of these cultural Christians figuring everything out on their own to engage with their father who so desperately wants to partner with them to make a difference. If you're a control freak, okay, I can relate to you. I still got a little residue of that, but it's mostly gone. But you struggle having a good relationship with God because you got this figured out. And it tends to be you only give those few caveat prayer requests that you like because you don't like people to think you're really needy and you get it figured out. Okay, you're like a stagnant pond and you're going to start to stink at some point like I did. Okay, for one, things are going to come unraveled to the point where you're not going to fix them. And you're like, it hasn't happened yet. It will happen. And it's God's mercy on you to discover how much he cares about you to provide for you. It will come unraveled. Dependency on God. Oh, it is. It's a burden lifter. Being in control and figuring things out on your own, you should stop thinking and trying to figure it out and start praying. Wow, Tom, your last few podcasts, rant, rant, rant. Well, maybe you think that's what they are. This is, and I argue you to read the scriptures and prove me wrong. Church was never, Christianity was never meant to be like it is today. It is powerless, it is impotent, and it brings very little life. There are... God is always at work in spite of the church, actually. Well, you are the church and you make a difference, but you know what I'm talking about, the big C church. The real church is you and you make a difference. 
And so I challenge you because I believe in you and I know, and if you've fallen into this, I'm part of it and I'm, I'm desperately trying to get out. I feel like it's a little like quicksand that every time I try to get out, I get drugged back into because this is the way that it should be. And we just need to go to church. And if we don't go to church, you know, we can't do this on our own. We need to be part. And it's like, we don't do it on our own, but we don't do it like that. We make a difference. We're empowered to make a difference. All right. You've heard me rant enough. And so, Holy Spirit, will you just bring the truth? Will you bring freedom? I don't know where everybody's at, but I know if they're listening, their heart is good. And would you just empower them with the truth? Will you just pop into their own minds right now the things that they need to hear from you? And I just thank you for that. Thank you for the opportunity to be here, the opportunity to share. And I just thank you for your goodness. And my friends, yes, you are my friends. And we challenge each other. I mean, hey, shoot me a scripture and challenge me. Shoot me a, an email and challenge me. Please don't make it like 10 pages because I may not make it through that. Make your point pretty succinct, but I would love to hear from you. So have a great day. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.